The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for The Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Welcome back to the Pinball Show episode. I think we're in uh, episode 18. I'm Zach Minnie with your other host, Dennis Creasel from the Eclectic Gamers Podcast. One of my best buds. How's it going, Dennis? It's going well. It's been an exciting weekend of, of work-filled drama. Really? Yeah, I had to work Saturday. So. <gasps> How dare they? Well, it was, it was like, hey, we think we think you should submit and get, and get some money. Uh, oh, what's the deadline? Monday. Oh, well, oh I guess oh. I'm working Saturday. Oh, that's horrible. Did you at yeah, least... It was nice uh, of them to think of me. Did you at least go in wearing some, some shorts oh, I didn't have to and go some in. thongs? I didn't have to go in. It was from home. But I, I, oh, it's I like, I need to write a technical proposal and a cost proposal. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know mm. if this person's working Sunday or not, because they're working on their work plan and they wanted to include me. So I'm very appreciative. It's just, I hadn't planned on, on writing technical mm-hmm. proposals on Saturday afternoon. Into the, uh, but uh, I got it done before. Uh, I figured before you had like late. grass shavings on your shins. You had your fedora on because you were mowing the grass and you had to go I and you're like, dag nabbit. I mowed on Thursday over lunch because it wasn't humid. It was only 90 degrees, but it wasn't humid. It was my last chance before it was going to get too sticky. You literally, did you mow in between working on Thursday? Yeah, I mowed oh, oh, like from, from like noon to one. I, I mowed. Oh, so you worked, stopped to take a lunch to mow your grass, and then you proceeded to work again. Yeah, that's what I normally do. That sounds like a nightmare. I hate mowing on the weekend, though. I feel like I'm wasting an hour. That could be spent sleeping. Oh, man. That's rough, buddy. I'm so sorry to hear that. I had an interesting weekend as well. Did you? Um, I sure did. Yeah, we were uh, we were busy all weekend. Uh, Greg and I did some promotional stuff for American Pinball. Oh, that's and nice. That that was a 24-hour marathon to get that, you know, uh, we'll talk about it later, but to get it recorded, to get it edited, and to get it... Uh, to get it released and uh, all the crap that went into that. So that's what mostly I was doing this weekend. I've been playing some Hot Wheels now. Um, I have a Rick and Morty now, but I haven't unboxed it yet. Oh, it, it came. Yet. You've, been, yeah. you've been waiting with yeah. bated breath. Yeah, it came and I was like, well, there's my f***ing Rick and Morty. But I still haven't, I haven't even had the time to unbox it yet. Really? <sighs> that yeah. busy? Turtle yeah. sales? Yeah, just paperwork flipping out stuff psych Toy stuff Toy hot wheels stuff yeah Toy don't stuff. and i you know what at this point i don't i don't know what i'm gonna do with that rick and morty i don't know you were so excited i was but there's some things about it that doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy so i don't know what to do with it uh, could you own a game that every time you played you would party you would be like uh, uh, what could you? I, I don't know. That was a weird sound effect. So I'll go with no, I couldn't. It wasn't the good kind of, oh, it was the, like the, almost was, like uh-huh. somebody flicked one of your testicles once oh, every game. Oh, that's extreme. Yeah. That's what it would feel like for me. So. Well, uh, no, then no, I probably okay. would not own a game. And that that's what, that's why I hadn't way. opened it yet. <laughs> wow. You want to, uh, you want to see if the correspondents have their testicles flicked in this week's rundown of the news? I always love to hear from the correspondent, Zach, always. Oh, especially Craig? Well, I sometimes like to hear from the correspondent, Zach, sometimes. Oh, you heard from this last week. Now you hear him twice a week. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's his, what, what, would, what would you say? His, oh his, his stock is trending up. That's what oh, you would say. Something wow. Like you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for TPN Industry News. Coders, take the wheel, and big time birthday celebrations at Stern. Hey everyone, Craig here again, your pinball show's Stern News correspondent. Well, hot on the heels of their new prehistoric Jurassic Park topper and retro Stranger Things shooter knob, Stern coders have come roaring on back and offered up not one, but two new code updates for their owners. The first is for the highly sought after Elvira's House of Horrors V.96, and the second is for Zach Manny's favorite and highly underrated Stranger Things at V.94. 
Both new codes feature game enhancements, additional polish, game adjustments, and bug fixes as these two games go ever closer to the code completion utopia. And of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't say a big happy 75th birthday to Stern Pinball's founding father, Gary Stern, from all the hard-working correspondents, podcasters, streamers, and other content providers here at TPN. Happy birthday, Gary! For The Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side. Hey, this is Kaz with an American Pinball Update. Hot Wheels is now in full production, and there's a few ways to check out some new content. The Pinball Players Podcast interviewed Michael Grant and Joe Schober. Go check out that interview. There's also two new straight-down-the-middle videos with Zach and Greg. They are some fun, quick, entertaining videos. One of them has an unboxing and first look, and a second video with first impressions. Looks like they had a great time filming and a lot of fun playing Hot Wheels. Also, there's a This Week in Pinball article by Jeff. Is a deep dive that goes over the rules and features and much more details about Hot Wheels, so check that out on the TWIP website. Also, check out all the streams that are happening with Hot Wheels, and if you want one, just call Zach. Bye, bye, bye! For American Pinball, this is Brian Cosner. Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. With Jersey Jack Pinball's manufacturing facility starting to settle into its new location in Chicago, The question is, how soon can they be up and running? In reading some of the discussions about this, it sounds like it's relatively easy to move a pinball line. In fact, some of the manufacturers currently have mobile workstations for the employees on carts, and there's no heavy manufacturing involved, and really all the parts are ordered in and shipped and really just need to be put together. The question is more about how are they going to hire up to the numbers that they need to get this line functioning? The Pinball Show alumnus Ken Cromwell released his debut edition of the Jersey Jack Pinball podcast this last Friday. In it, he interviewed Jersey Jack Pinball owner Brett Abbas about the future of Jersey Jack Pinball, the road to profitability, and the never-produced rush hour pinball machine. Ken said that they're in full-on hiring mode at Jersey Jack Pinball and that the next release is, quote, right around the corner. For The Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg. Dennis, it is always good hearing from the correspondents. Now let's get into some of that news. Jersey Jack Pinball Podcast airs episode one, hosted by some guy named Ken Cromwell. He sounds sort of familiar. Yeah, I'm sure he'll love that. Uh, uh, Ken, I listen to your inaugural podcast. Uh, it sounded like you had your, your, your boss on there. Wonder, wonder if Crummy was scared, Dennis. Scared? Yes, I'm sure. I heard. I only heard one, one thing: fear. Uh, screw you, Ken Cromwell! Leaving the pinball show! I didn't realize that the JJP owner was so young. Yeah, he was really young. 30-year-old Brett Abbas. His father is part owner as well. I would assume, I don't know, but I assume Jack Ranieri and family owned some as well. All right, so he's an an owner. Yes, I believe the Abbases are the majority owner? question mark i'll have to confirm that but i believe they are the majority ownership uh since hobbit but he talked about a lot and this interview was it was so well done dennis in my opinion by ken cromwell it was great hearing our friend back on the airwaves better than ever and it was a strong interview and a strong take uh from the owner brett abbas how did you feel about it overall I thought, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty informative. Very much so. They talked about the origin story of Brett Abbas and family, you know, getting into pinball 1998, buying an X-Files Neiman Marcus edition. <laughs> That's how you know you've got money. If no you actually shit. are buying from Neiman Marcus. How bourgeois, Dennis, would be the Neiman Marcus. He said it wasn't much. It was just a little sign on the top. But that's where they met Jack Granary. Hmm. Yeah. At the Neiman Marcus? At 
I guess Jack was probably one that oh, sold you, them. Oh, I was rare. here buying scarves. Oh, that's, uh, I, I was interested in the pinball machine. Oh, <laughs> dear, dear Lord. Oh. I, I sell them. Really? That, I, I know I gave them cappuccino. both the same voice. Sorry, my impressions only go so far. I am no, no Mark Silk. I like the bourgeois kind of speak there. That was nice. Now, before they got into Jersey Jack Pinball and ownership, they they have a lot of friends, a lot of friends in Hollywood and just a lot of celebrity friends. And they thought making a rush hour pinball machine would have been a good idea. What do you think, Dennis? Actually, especially at the time, yes. Uh, that was a huge series of movies. I completely agree with you. And I think maybe, just maybe, eh, rush hour wouldn't be a horrible theme now compared to some of the themes that these manufacturers choose. Where is he? Who got killed, man? Oh. Connor! Who died, Lee? You! Detective, you? Not you, you! Who? You! Who? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. I would take a rush hour pen over an Oktoberfest any day. The film still kind of holds up. It's been such a long time since I've seen it. The only thing I, I really remember, the first one, of course, sticks the most with me. And then, and I, oh gosh, I feel so bad because I can't remember the actor's name right now who played the villain in the second one. Oh, I, I knew because he was the star of The Last Emperor. You know, be, you mm. know The Last yeah, Emperor. I know, the best uh, yeah. picture, I think from 89. Which but is I don't my, know what that actor's name is. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite films about China. <laughs> Do you have a list of favorite films about oh, China? Oh, I love China. I think it's fascinating. Maybe, but not like Asians. We never panic. Yeah, right. When Godzilla's coming, y'all be tripping. I seen the movie. You be Gayaka, Gayaka. I think Rush Hour would have been kind of cool. Uh, he did talk about uh, debunking some of the myths that Jersey Jack Pinball loses money over and over and over again. He did say there has been a 25% year after year growth uh, for the past couple of years. And they have been breaking even for well over a year. And they are on a clear path to profitability at Jersey Jack Pinball. Now, is that is that a, a success, Dennis? Or are you thinking that's like, well, good for you. You're not dr- blowing money and draining money here. Yeah, in a way, I guess it's sort of both. Oh, John Lone. That's the name. John Lone. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry about that. No, uh, yeah, no, in terms of, I mean, okay, so clearly what, everyone would have want and i'm sure they internally would have wanted to be able to say is mm-hmm. that they they're turning a profit yes but that they that they're seeing growth is a positive sign mm-hmm. and that they've been breaking even which he said well over a year now so this clearly to me says that as of the strategy they employed with wonka mm-hmm. that got them to break even status and what did we see we saw a lot of dramatic shifts the yes, willingness to remove a notable mech from the machine and sell those standard editions at a mm-hmm. price point that is significantly less than they were before. thousand dollars less yeah and remember in the prior ones i know there have been i think multiple interviews with jack winnery where he said that the standard editions historically were their worst selling model mm-hmm they were the that, rarest, that, weren't they? Like, yeah, yeah but but fiscally, that didn't make no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, your cheapest model should be the one you sell the most of, right? I I mean, I don't imagine that Stern Pinball is selling more LEs than they do pros. They do not. So in that regard, I think that's a very... If they're breaking even, that means that they're at a point where they're able to sustain. Now, obviously, they want to be able to move into a profitability realm. That's important even to a private mm-hmm. business's investors, but that they've gotten to the point where they're no longer bleeding money, I think is a very significant positive thing for their ability to endure in this business. Yeah, and if if for some reason, statistically speaking, they hit that additional 25% year growth this year, then we now are looking like we're in the black. We now are looking like we're making some money. And with the rumors and little buzz going around about uh, the potential upcoming Eric Minier game, we might just see that. I think Wonka did turn the page for them in a lot of ways, and it sure as a hell was a was a, a better return for them likely over the long term than dialed in um, or even Pirates because, hey, people love it now, but they didn't sell as many. He did say the factory is complete. Quote, the factory is complete. And then he talked about different phases, and he compared the company in phasing to Tesla, which he is a shareholder of. He talked about phase one being Wizard of Oz and Hobbit, phase two being dialed in, adding Pat Lawler, 
doing a complete cabinet redesign and upgrading the electronics components within their system. They consider themselves still in phase two, but merging and starting phase three, uh, entering that phase as they're merging the design and manufacturing teams into one location, getting some great titles in the pipeline, and expanding the company, making the company bigger now. Like with hiring Ken. Yeah, like with hiring Ken. Yeah, Absolutely. I thought he did a. I thought he did a, a good job for someone like me who's not familiar with mar- with uh, manufacturing mm-hmm. to explain the value of being able to have the designers actually just walk to the manufacturing floor yes. and help explain how to put together the games to the workers. That really rung true to me as well. I like the transparency of them saying. We're laying it all in line. Here's what we're doing. We're not going to lie to you and say we've been making money. Uh, he's being transparent here. The The factory is complete. That is nice. So it sounds like we're going to get a new game here sooner than later, I would say before the end of the year for sure. Dennis, he's also an investor in Epic Games, which you know is the some of the creators of Fortnite. Is uh, that like yeah. a little, uh, little hey, uh, just throwing that out there? Well, now... Let's be let's be a, well, Fortnite, as I'm sure your son will tell you, is a behemoth of a game. They almost yes. lucked into the success with that one, though. But Epic has done a lot of the Gears of War franchise as one I'm more familiar Good point. with from Epic. Good point. That's a hell of a lot prettier game than Fortnite. Oh, strong take. If you think chainsawing a bunch of uh, locusts is pretty, absolutely. I'm just talking about like, from a graphics perspective. I'm not building ramps out of nowhere and going to concerts and shit. Sorry, I still don't get the concept. Hey, some people love through. those. Li- it's uh, it's, no, a, it's a different world. People, it's a different world. Millions. If you could of have a live concert it. in a pinball machine, you would be geeking out. No, I wouldn't. You unless, would, unless I was up on Especially stage. Especially if it was Guns N' Roses. Wink, <gasps> wink. Oh, wink. Now he also said that they are doing a lot going forward to get some market penetration on location pinball. They're looking to do some things to boost JJP location play. Do you think we'll see that with their next release? I think so. I think given the success that they've found, I don't know broadly like how much more operator penetration they've seen with the Willy Wonkas thanks to the pricing change on the SEs. Anecdotally, I've seen operators start to consider them more than I felt I did on prior games because they are mm-hmm. more affordable now. Okay, so yeah, I'd I like agree. to see it. He also had a couple quotes here I found interesting. He said, quote, push the limits. Everything is on the table, end quote. So they're they're really going for this innovation. They're really going for this. We're going to stand out by being the one company that says, we're going to try to do what we want to do, what the designers really want to do, what those creators have always dreamed of. We're going to try to push those limits. I, who doesn't love a pinball company saying that? Now, we do well, know that the limits are money. Uh, I mean... You know, they it's say not, that. It's not, just, it's not just money, though, Zach. Time? Well, it's not just time. What you, is you it? You need to think more. You gotta, be, you gotta be like me, Zach. You gotta think more negative. Oh, You're God, it optimal. feels gross. Everything's on the table. So are we talking changing the size of the pinball? <gasps> no. You Don't see, there We've are, there are limits. Lower play field and it sucks. My only point, Zach, is as, as great as it is to say push the limits, and I like people to think very expansively, you got to bear in mind that there's mm-hmm. a significant, perhaps even a majority stake of the pinball community that does not want to see certain things change. Mm. There are one, certain things. One one might argue that part of the challenge with Multimorphic's P3 platform, which is still physical pinball, is that it was too much change for some people. There's that was a lot, lot of limit pushing there. there. There is. But did it push too hard to be successful? I'm just waiting for my pachinko-sized pinball pinball. It's beep, called beep, Munster's beep. Lower Playfield. But th- imagine that on an entire regular-sized playfield. <laughs> Real estate a- for days. Days, Zach. No, Dennis, I felt as if Brett was going to bust into song and sing. And take it to the limit one more time. Take it to the limit. I'll take it. Yeah, damn it! it I, I, I do so well time. not singing along. I hate the Eagles. Yeah, I just that was what got me. Was I was like, "Why are you doing the Eagles song? You hate them." I don't like the. I think it's an Eagles song. Uh, yep, Eagles. One of sure. these nights, nineteen seventy-five. Pretty sure because I knew it. 
Oh, God. Sorry, listener. Brett also said it's not about being the biggest. It's about being the best. That's what his father always taught him. Another little, uh, little poke. We got to be the best. We don't need to be the biggest. He also said J.J. Yeah, my, Pierce. My, my dad said the same thing. You ain't first, you're last. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. No, that wasn't my dad. It was someone else's dad. I don't shake and bake. <laughs> uh, shake it before you bake it. Before the interview ended, Dennis, he said something that almost gave me chills. He said, quote, JJP is here to stay. Let's rock and roll, baby. We're not in Kansas anymore. Uh, Kansans so hate much that. Meaning. Kansans hate that when they, we hear that. I wrote to Kim Cromwell and said, <laughs> we don't need to hear about Kansas in your podcast, about how you're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I think Ken wrote me back and said, I think that was a, he was doing a Wizard of Oz reference there. And I said, I know. We're, I and know. all Kansans are sick of it because it's the well, only thing we're known for. We can look at this statement. Uh, sorry, I'm going to get all psychological. We can look oh, at this gosh. a little deeper in our interpretations. On the surface, it seems fun and witty. Rock and roll, baby. We're not in Kansas anymore. Oh, he's fun and youthful. We can also take it to the step one analysis. What you said, we're not in Kansas anymore. Wizard of Oz reference, which would also be a reference to the beginning of the statement. Let's rock and roll, baby. Sure, sure. A little, uh, little hint dropping, maybe. A little hint dropping, a little Guns and Roses, possibly. You could go... This is this is next level shit, y'all. You can go that deeper interpretation, and this may or may not tr- be true, but it feels like what 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 was the Wizard of Oz associated with that pinball machine? The house. And, uh, I'm looking for. It was the start of Jersey Jack pinball. The face of Jack Quinary going to all of the shows. This was the the theme that he started the company with. Didn't include the Abbesses, right? We're not there anymore, Dennis. Let's rock and roll, baby. It's the Brett Abbas show now. Huh? Mm. I'm rock and roll. He was a little old school black and white Kansas Wizard of Oz. He said himself when he was poking at uh, he was poking at the industry, saying, "Times have changed. It's time for the new guard to step in. Let this be a message to every pinhead out there." It's game on. Maybe I'm interpreting this wrong. I don't know. I don't know. But Dennis Creasel, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch this to you. One of the last statements one of the owners of JJP, Brett Abbas, said in that interview was this. And he actually stole this from me, unfortunately. Uh, quote, I'm 30 years old. I'm not going anywhere. We're just getting started. Ooh. Ooh. Somebody's ready. Are you flipping out? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Those are my lines, Dennis. Those are my lines. Become Seinfeld. I've said it a hundred times. I'm not going anywhere. Just getting started. Come on, Brett. It's okay. Fly me on your private jet and we'll be good. (laughs) Well, you might be be his second favorite distributor, so there is Uh, that. You know what? I'd take it. I would take it. (laughs) That'd be good. Oh, man. Do you think they have a private jet? I bet they do. Oh, oh Brett probably does, right? Can't you get those at Neiman Marcus? <laughs> Just says Neiman Marcus really big over the side of it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, well, he could probably afford to repaint it. I want to I want to wish uh, the happiest of birthdays to Gary Stern. He turned 75 oh, years old. Yeah, happy birthday. 75 years old. What a, what a pioneer and just one of the... Uh, the pinball pioneers, just truly an unbelievable force when it comes to pinball. My opinion helped save the entire industry in the late 1990s, early 2000s. And I maybe, think most no, people would 2008, agree 2008, 2008, it went down. So, happiest of birthdays. I've always wanted to party with Gary. I've had some drinks. Yeah, I mean, Gary a little bit. But uh, always wanted to party with Gary. I think that what Brett just did is surpass... Gary Stern on my list of one to party with Brett Abbott. That's just because you want to party on the Neiman Marcus jet. I want to party on the Neiman Marcus jet in Vegas. Like a G6. Me, me, me and Abbas, little Cromwell's the wingman. We got we got Din Din up on the stage mixing. Oh, Dennis, would you go party with Brett Abish on the nope. private Neiman Marcus nope. jet nope. all the way into Santa Cruz? No. no? 
What? No. Why not? I don't go to Santa Cruz, Zach. Oh, my God. Look. Everyone has a limit, and you've found mine. We land. We walk down the steps of this private jet. We're all wearing our Miami Vice gear, right? We're in Miami now. We're in Miami. And all of a sudden, you hear, All alone at the end of the evening And the bright lights have faded to blue can't you see us just rocking out to the little eels, baby? Yeah. Huh? That'd be good. Just saying. Just saying. Happy birthday, Gare Bear. But, uh, I don't know. I want to party with Brett. He's <laughs> probably not even partier. Neither am I. Who am I fucking kidding? Let's talk about a different company. Enough JJP. Let's talk about a company called American Pinball. They rolled out, again, of Hot Wheels pinball machine to different media. Articles, videos, stream. Did you see any of this coverage this uh, Wednesday to yeah. Saturday? Any thoughts about the Hot Wheels game now that you've seen it a little closer and high def? Uh, I mean, it, it's it's flowier than I would have initially thought, I suppose. But oh, it's so. I mean, here's the thing, Zach. I saw gameplay of this months ago. Well, you, you so, do make a point there. Well, I mean, it was shot on like a potato camera, but but <laughs> potato but, cam live. Well, yeah, I mean, it was you know there were there were attendees in New Orleans who were who filmed it. So, I mean, the That's car true. doesn't spin around as much as I remember it doing. But I, I believe I heard an interview, I think, on the Pinball Players podcast where Joe Schober said, "Oh yeah, we uh, you know we had adjusted the, that was early code, so the the car was spinning all, all the time there, but that wasn't the intention ultimately." Mm. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it seemed like a, re- a really uh, very high flow game. I can't say that this is new to me, but and it makes sense for the theme. But you know, Balsa <sighs> really mixes up yeah. his designs. He to me, he's not. You know, some people are like they're sort of a, a stop and go style, point and shoot method. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's sort of what I associate Lawler with, or uh, or John Norris, for example. And then others are like always flow all the time, like Steve Ritchie. John Borg's a very flow based designer. Uh, and but Balser will do whatever he switches whatever he wants. it up. Yeah, yeah. No, he's very he like doesn't seem to favor a particular style of gameplay. I think he except for that center post it between the flippers. Well, yeah, but Steve Kirk was like that too. <laughs> yeah, but Kirky's bounced over. I like that. Well, yes, Steve Kirk was very uh, oriented towards competitive play. Like mentally, he wanted all games mm. to be really good for competitive purposes. One of the earliest designers to care about competitive pinball. But uh-huh. you're not here for a history lesson. We're here maybe to talk standardizing about pinball machines for competitive play. Uh, let's not let's not go into that. You know what? Maybe I promote Kirky. Maybe Meteor can be the layout of competition pin number six. I guess you could just use Meteor in that case, right? No, you can't. Because I don't think you're going to get a DMCA strike for streaming Meteor. I don't care if you did or not. I want them all unified. All the art is going to be somewhat a collection of artwork. It's going to be one. So anyway, piece, Hot Wheels. There, there were cars. It, it's there's a Mickey Mouse in the play field. There. <laughs> Can we talk about the Mickey Mouse logo? Is Dis, is Disney going to go after him? Did uh, one of our friends that we we know? Did he yes. text you that? Yeah, I know. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. He's like, I couldn't stop, stop seeing it. And then when I saw it, I couldn't stop seeing it either. I couldn't either because I, like, oh. I was like, damn it, the proportions are perfect. Yeah. It is. It's like, Looks oh, it's, like so Mouse. it's such a symmetrical, it's the mouse. And I felt bad. Hi. I actually hi, thought at first that there was going to be like one hidden, like someone actually, like the artist actually <laughs> painted Mickey Mouse under a sling or something. <laughs> I will say as a, uh, as a recent player of Hot Wheels. Oh, you I'm, have a copy, don't you? It's sitting uh, to my left as I'm looking right Gotta now. Gotta go fast. So, vroom, vroom. So. <clears throat> that was a Sonic uh, reference, I, Zach. <laughs> hey, there's a homebrew, a homebrew being worked on of Sonic. That, Looks uh, interesting, too. Steve Bowden shares a lot of images. Of, uh, but anyway, yeah, well, sorry, I think we're, we're on I think Hot Steve Reels. Bowden's a, he's a, he's a fan mm-hmm. of the Sonic. Fun with Okay, so, so um, uh, I've been through a lot this weekend with American Pinball, and I just don't feel like talking much about Hot Wheels for reasons. So I'm not going to say much, but I will say that it is a really well-shooting pin. It's a lot of fun. It's bright. It looks good. So there are a lot of positives to this pin. I don't think anybody can argue that this pin, it's a good shooter. I love the kickback. I'm a sucker for a kickback. 
I like the left orbit to a right ramp. Listeners, you guys know I'm a sucker for that. There's a lot of things that I love, love, love about this. The right pathway as well as the little scoop in there that leads back into... Look, it's a really, really fun pin to shoot. I like the shaker motor integration. Hell, I even like the YouTube show that they integrated into the animation that I thought was going to be a deal breaker. I did. I thought it was going to be a deal breaker. Um, and you guys can hear some of my first impressions on the street in the middle video. Um, so I don't, I don't, that's, that's about as far as I go. The downsides, I will say that it is super colorful, which good on them. They did some really creative things with lighting. On the other hand, it is very dark. Think Jersey Jack pinball. If I kept this pin, it's currently for sale, but if I kept this pin, it would have, uh, had some pin stadiums on it. That's not a plug for pin stadium. That is nearly a requirement in my opinion from some additional lighting if you play with the lights off that's a downside another downside for me dennis was the theme still doesn't speak to me um stranger things is a cool theme jurassic park is a cool theme rick and morty is a cool theme hot wheels just eh. and i think the scoring may have some some work to do it it, it is prone for exploitation i believe um, with the stand-up targets in the middle. They are risk-reward, but you can really get that score going up very quickly and, and to an exponential degree. I like the little touches in the game, but there's some downsides to it as well. But that's kind of where I'm at on uh, Hot Wheels Pinball. And they were they're talking about this code not being as deep as Oktoberfest Houdini. I, I, it's still pretty deep. I don't see there being a big issue there. There's a lot of tasks that you got to get to get to the big wizard mode. They're different tasks rather than just modes. I appreciate that. So I think overall this is their best shooting game. It will likely be their best selling game. Um, it is maybe the cleanest code. Oh, it's the cleanest code at launch to date for American Pinball. So they are going in the forward direction when it comes to production. But shall we talk about their marketing and their communication patterns and how they're getting their products out to the world, Dennis. Probably because, uh, and I'm, as I've, I think I've said uh, ad nauseum on, <laughs> on any show I'm ever on, <laughs> I don't know anything about marketing. I'm not a marketing guy. I don't work for private sector companies. Um, I only know what does and doesn't work for me and mm -hmm. what does and doesn't make logical sense to me. I play one on the radio. So and, well, sure. Well, <laughs> but you have a business. So like you have to do promote, right. Yes. You do promotion stuff. Like Absolutely. I don't know if the listeners know this, but sometimes on the pinball show, you promote flipping out pinball. Did you know that? Usually about Did once or twice that? a, yeah, a show. You might, you might stick a plug in, right? So like you have, you have a product or products yes. that you promote to try and mm -hmm. sell because that's, a business that you are in. I don't understand what American Pinball is doing with Hot Wheels. I really, I'm, I'm flabbergasted because, like, I what are you thinking? Started, what, are you, what do you mean? Well, you mentioned uh, the straight down the middle video a little bit ago. You actually have two videos out, right? You have like a you have like an unboxing video and you have a first impressions video. Yes, we got Wednesday. Okay. We got the rollout of the This Week in Pinball deep dive. Uh, Friday, we had the straight down the middle videos of an unboxing first look and a first impressions. And then Saturday, we had the stream by Dead Flip Pinball Streaming. That was kind of the media rollout. And then they had some podcasts with, uh, uh, with some of the coders and the marketing people. So on Friday, I, I saw the unboxing video come out. And you like had this, which I thought was actually a fairly clever green screen thing where you and Greg were like in a van on a track or something. <laughs> was that the unboxing fun. video? A lot of fun, a lot of work. Okay. Yes, it it yes. was pretty goofy, especially because you, as you may not know, I listened to all your videos at 1.5 X. So, uh, <laughs> so you thought if Greg thought his voice was high pitched with what you did in the editing, <laughs> yeah, you should have heard my version of it where he was yeah. full on Alvin and the chipmunks, but Josh Kugler helped shrink us to the size of a Hot Wheels so that we could ride home on an orange track and get there really fast doing loop-de-loops and stuff. Okay. Yes. It, it was memorable. It was a, it was a memorable you. little you know, hokey p promo idea. I had to pause it because I had a coronavirus webinar to do. And then... Thanks, Corona. Yeah. Well, I, I have them practically every day. So after that, I went to click resume and it said that the video was now taken down. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then I saw... I went to your channel because I thought, this is weird. Let me check the channel. And there I saw the first impressions video. So I watched that. Okay. 
And then I saw later in the day, you had the unboxing video back up. Like the part I saw was all the same. So and then I went through and I watched that. So, <sighs> and I saw online the discussion. I saw that either you or Greg, I don't remember which one had noted that American Pinball had given you permission to put out the videos, but then they asked you to take down the one the unboxing video mm-hmm. to make some edits to it, I guess regarding a part that I hadn't seen because everything I saw was the same. Yes. And then you put you got you put out the video back on the same day. And the whole time I'm sitting and <laughs> as an outsider and I'm like, this game was shown months ago. What the hell is going on? Yeah, I felt like, the same way. There's nothing, sp- I, and I don't. I, uh, this sounds more harsh than than it. I mean, there's no skin off my back. I guess one way or another. But I'm like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like, there's nothing unique here. I already saw the game, the art, and the gameplay in New Orleans. So Numerous videos, yeah, yeah. So and yeah, they weren't they weren't well shot. I mean, you know, it's it's amateur shooting on the fly, basically. But like. There's no, there's no reveal here. The game already got revealed under very unfortunate for circumstances because we never got to be hands-on at Texas or anything with mm-hmm. it, which is when I w- was going to have a chance to play it. And that's disappointing, but I'm like, uh, shouldn't at this point, now that the production's starting back up, don't you want to just push out as much media as you can? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm a nonprofit guy, but yeah. when I want people to know about work I'm doing, I just kind of like shove it out there to, so everyone can see. I just, I didn't get it. I thought it was weird. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm missing something because I don't know what went out of the video. Like I didn't see what went out of the video or not, but I'm like, we already know the price. We know the art. We know the game. We've heard about the rules. I heard interviews on the pinball players podcast already about that. I, I was like, I don't understand. I'm just really confused. I will say that Greg and I was straight down the middle. We, we are still confused as well as to the decision to ask us to pull that video um, I know what they told us the reasoning was, but I, the the video we what? created was a lot of fun, and it was blowing up, Dennis. Like, people were watching it. They were, like, this, let's all agree, kind of a dead product here in this Hot Wheels. Nobody was talking about it. We had Ninja Turtles coming out. We've got the, the you know, possible Guns N' Roses come out. We This is the dead product, and... We were able to, because Greg was really excited about this game. Me, eh, not so much. But uh, it turned me as well, because it's a fun game. So there was a lot of excitement. Comments in the YouTube, just boom, 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 boom. People were loving it. It changed the entire narrative. And an hour in to be getting that type of attention that American Pinball has never received before, and to be called and texted and told, pull the video immediately. Pull it. And I'm like, what in the hell? What? 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 Why would you pull this? What is wrong with you? So, uh, and I want to clear up a little bit, just real quick, clear up because a lot of people are like, well, why did you guys? Did, was your video messed up? They uh, and I don't want people to think it was was us. We didn't mess it up or anything. We were asked to take it down. So after discussion, we you know respectfully we didn't have to take it down, but respectfully we took it down. Um, made the edits and we chose to put it back up but we'd been working with american pinball since game one right uh, houdini came out we were there to help promote it um because we liked it and we wanted to support a new company game two we were there again game three hot wheels we were asked last year to do all of the marketing to do the promo to do the stream to do the video we were asked to do all of it we wanted to focus on what our strong suit was. So we said, you know what? Uh, We're not crazy about the idea of streaming it at TPF. There's other people that do that. We like doing the video stuff and the promo stuff. A month ago, they told me they were doing the promo stuff. No need for that, but they wanted us to do the videos that we do so well. I haven't seen any promo videos come out, though. Uh, did I miss that's them? the other thing <clears throat> oh, no well I'm just saying I didn't no, I, I follow their page we were told which, they were doing a promo uh, they didn't need it and then maybe three days before all this stuff aired they called us and they were like hey do you think you could come up here immediately and do a promo video uh we'll, we'll do you know and we're like guys no 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 <laughs> that's it's not how this works no thank you uh, keep in mind people I, I, we're not being rude it's just we don't get paid for doing it so I can't I can't reschedule patients and lose my my living just to drop everything drive six hours to chicago i can't do that we couldn't do that 
which left them, I guess, doing their own promo. Still didn't see it. It's out there somewhere. It's just waiting to be released. So we try to help. They they were gonna. We agreed they were gonna send us a game early so that we can get it out there and do some promotional video for it. That would be um, us doing an unboxing and whatever we seen fit. We thought a first impressions would be fun uh, since we both liked the game. So we did that within 24 hours. We were able to receive that game. We were able to film the hell out of that game. And getting Greg out of his house isn't an easy task, people. Uh, we were able to do some green screen, some fun stuff, right? It's amateur hour, but it's still fun. And uh, I edited the hell out of that. I, I seen 4 a.m. that night. Edited it so that I could get... The, I had a Rick and Morty in my house that could have been unboxed. I wanted to get this out there for people. Get it out there. And apparently our communication was different. Because I was contacted by a couple people from American Pinball asking me to pull it because uh, it went against their idea of what gameplay was and what gameplay wasn't. Um, Our agreement was, yeah, do what you guys need to do, blah, blah, blah. The day of shipping, they contacted, whoa, that deal's off. We need zero gameplay. Okay, that's not what we agreed on. And I don't know how we're going to do a video without showing how ramps work and bucks work. But so I... You know, contacted my buddy Josh Kugler. He's like, yeah, you can put some gameplay in there. Put a couple minutes in there. So I tried to stay away from doing anything that the stream was doing overhead. I could pulled up my Coral D'Angelo rig and really showed two minutes, but that would have taken away from what the stream was going to try to do. I respected the company enough not to do that. So just put in some belly button cam is what I call it. Just to show it's not showing the screen. You don't know what the rules are doing. You don't know any of that. It's just showing how the, the ball works, the path, the mechanisms. That's what we're showing off. We're doing an unboxing. We're giving a first look, right? They took offense to that. They said because, I won't say the name, but somebody somebody was unhappy uh, and some of the team was unhappy as well. I, do, somebody, I don't, but I don't understand why. And I'm not, I, 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 I'm I don't not asking it either, you, I'm Dennis. not asking you to say. I'm just, no from clue. my perspective. Somebody wasn't happy that there was gameplay in there. That's all I know. That there was, and by that we mean a, a ball they rolling mean, on a play yeah, field. Their idea of gameplay. And then they said LCD okay. screen was gameplay too. And I said, but no, what? No, guys, LCD screen is not gameplay. I tried to explain to the marketing guy, that's not gameplay. He's like, well, nobody's seen that yet. I'm like, well, no shit. That's why I'm showing so, it. So the, mar- <laughs> so the marketing guy saw the video and didn't like what you did. Uh, no, that's, that's the other problem. He asked me to take it down. Uh, but then also said after that, he said, he hadn't seen the video yet, and I was like, "What? Wait, wait, wait! Hmm. You got what are you doing, American That's, Pinball? Uh... This is a video that is helping your company in a much-needed way. You're asking me to take it down, but you didn't have the decency to see it yourself. You're basing it off of somebody else. What? So I was a bit frustrated to say the very least, and put off, quite frankly, because we worked hard on that and. We were excited, and people were able to see the game in a way that maybe they wouldn't have been able to see it. And we didn't get any shares on the social media. They were sharing the twip. I, they were sharing the streamer. I, Zero. I was gonna, Nothing. Yeah, I was gonna, what have we okay. done wrong here? So, And I don't Sorry. see it anymore. I'm a bit frustrated. I so. remember another person in pinball uh, contacted me on Friday and told me that, about, that American Pinball had a social media post, which I'm assuming on Facebook and I'm assuming it was supposed to be to clarify the issue because a lot of people had, had did see your video that was taken down and then mm-hmm. saw the issue of that you know it was their request that you take it down yeah. and so they were responding but they didn't I don't know my my take was it sort of threw you under the bus. Uh, yeah, it didn't feel middle, good. Under the bus. Well, it didn't even name straight down the middle like it was it's speaking in this weird vague and I don't see it anymore, so maybe they deleted the post. But it was it was a weird, vague thing. And then, as of and uh, you know, behind the curtain, we're recording on Sunday morning for this Monday show. Yeah, yeah. I don't see anywhere that they've shared either of the videos that you have up that they're good with. So yeah. again, just like from and I'm not a marketing person, but from a promotional standpoint, I this. I don't get it. It I, looks look, like, it looks like a misc of, mix of not because, you know, I'm I'm honest. I don't like to be mean, but I, I try and be honest. This looks like a mix of not knowing what you're doing combined with unprofessionalism. I don't understand it. Uh, whatever this was, was it sounds like multiple people were saying different things. So that company needs to get its act together in terms of no. its communication. If they're working with members of the of the <clears throat> hobby to help, prom- I mean, 
I thought the goal was to sell Hot Wheels. I, I but, thought so too. Okay, I, well, and, and the, I don't, this isn't how you do it. And That's I my take. look. I, I'm I. I truly, when I say this, I don't want to be mixed up in this shit. I just want to create content. I want to play pinball. No, I, I understand. And I, I understand. So but. when I do, I feel like I'm always in, but truly I'm uncovering the, the curtain a little bit for the listener because I don't think you're going to get this elsewhere just so that you can hear, this is my platform. Everybody else has their platform. Uh, for example, listening to Jack Danger stream the day before his reveal stream for this Hot Wheels. And he opens up saying some misinformation and that's hurtful. It sucks. When he's like, Oh, they jump the gun. They release videos they were not supposed to. Th- that's just a false statement. We were allowed to release the videos on Friday. We were asked to do the videos for, uh, for them. And we did it. The, the only thing we got was, hey, drop the first video. Like, pull it down. And we're like, oh, so there's no... There, I don't know. It just it didn't feel good. We still don't know really what we did wrong. And, um, yeah, that's... So we've been trying to promote it to show people, you know. Um, well, but know. now did they reach out to either you or Greg and ex- uh, apologize? Uh, the marketer said he, he's, he was apologetic for the way this all turned out, but wanted me to then wait until the stream to then reveal the video with the full quote-unquote gameplay. And I said, no, nah, I, I think we're good. Um, but yeah, it's just – so it's not fun in media sometimes, but you guys can kind of see – why we get frustrated sometimes when we are trying to help and yeah. Well, this makes me glad that I don't do stuff working with companies because like, if this is the, I don't know if it's like a game or what, but I, I don't, I don't don't work this way. I I don't don't get it either. I turn on their official stream and I'm banned from the stream. And I'm like, well now I can't even talk to customers and take orders. Like they they had me pull Uh, a video that was helping them. And then I can't, I can't talk to customers on the stream because I'm banned again. I didn't make any comments in the stream. Didn't say anything. It's just already banned before I began. So Okay. Well, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. All I can say is watching what they did, what they shared, what they've done on their social media, I don't think American Pinball went about this the right way. Um, I think they realized I, I think I think they did not help their sales as much as they hoped to. That would be my and and I think that's I, it'd be a fascinating topic to do at some point. But I really question what a lot of pinball companies do in terms of exposure and their strategies that they employ because I just don't get what their goal exactly is. I assume yeah. it's to broaden and sell more pinball machines, but I don't think f- there's some good ideas in this mix here. Like I like going and having Deadflip come in and do a, a, a live stream makes sense mm-hmm. to me. Having yep. promo From videos makes sense yeah. to me. Uh, yeah. All this makes sense, but. It's like I I don't if I, don't, uh, I just if don't I'm being it. fair here if I'm American Pinball I don't know how much I want the official stern revealer and ambassador to come into my I'm a little bit more distant when it comes to business and competition I don't want that but yeah a streamer having like a, a multifaceted media approach just for the small niche pinball I'd be going for the IGNs and stuff too I think Stern does it uh, very well but. I don't, I don't get a lot of this. I never will. And so that's me being transparent and being honest with you guys, whether or not, uh, whether or not, you know, people, people probably won't like it. Some people appreciate it, but it just, it's the story. It almost makes me, Dennis, think of, uh, think of the song. You can't hide your line eyes. And your smile's the thing. Dennis, for some of these people, there ain't no way to hide your lion eyes. Woo! Stern Pinball releases some new code for Elvira and Stranger Things. You see that? Nope. Oh. Elvira's now up to 0.96 with a lot of additional video and audio, cleaning up their Director's Cut Wizard mode, a ray gun implementation that we could spend an entire podcast talking about. That's a really cool feature. Go check that out. And they add a deadhead, a zombie, deadhead, as well as Stranger Things getting an update. This update is now up to 0.94. And let me tell you, Dennis, it includes a bullshit mode some bullshit speech, bullshit logic to avoid overlapping other bullshit. It includes bullshit artwork, bullshit display effects, bullshit music, and bullshit scoring. 
Hashtag bullshit. Wow, you finally aligned your view of Stranger Things with the rest of the community. No! I love this game. No, I love this game. This is, uh... Well, why you kept saying bullshit? Because that's what it is. You see, they've added a mode that is the bullshit mode. It's when the kids throughout the series are always saying, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. So it's a mode... I haven't seen the show, so I didn't know what you were talking about. Oh, that's right. That's right. 2014, called. They They want you back. (laughs) Well, American Pinball called, and they don't want you back. (laughs) It's bullshit. It's not bullshit. Bullshit. Oh, it's not bullshit. bullshit. No, you. You're bullshit. What? You're pretending like like everything's okay. You know, like 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 we didn't like we didn't kill Barb. But no, the bullshit mode in that game that's so that's what it was. It was just full implementation of an additional mode uh, that's a lot of fun it sounds like. I have an yeah. update of mine. I'm going to check mine out. And it pains me to to report on this, uh, but a founder and former president of Papa, Steve Epstein, or Stephen to, to some of you, uh, passed away this past weekend. He was a pioneer in competitive pinball, and this loss is really going to echo through the entire industry. I didn't have the pleasure of ever meeting Steve or n- never deep enough in the competitive scene, Dennis, where, um, where, where I know a lot about his background, but I know when that just shows how big he was for pinball, uh, that even I, as a faraway hobbyist and non-competitive player, have heard many a stories about, uh, about Mr. Epstein. The, what they call the, the Epstein Cup, for example, for the Papa. It's named for him. Uh, I think Broadway Arcade, I think it was oh, his yeah. big arcade in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's most known uh, nowadays amongst the competitive scene just because of all the work with the, with the, the founding of the Professional and Amateur Pinball Association, or PAPA. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He'll be missed. He was one of the big ones. I do this with the most respect that I can uh, in pinball, Dennis, when I say that trending up this week in the pinball market trends is Steve Epstein. That's almost like I, I don't I don't have much to give in this pinball world, but that's an honor. The the pinball market trend is so close to me. That is an honor. I, I hope everybody hears. Truly trending up for the rest of my pinball career uh, is is Steve Epstein. Let's jump further into pinball market trends this week. Also trending up is Hot Wheels. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't bad, right? Didn't have to get a royalty-free audio for that. I had uh, someone tell me they thought the spinner sounds like a fart. <laughs> it doesn't. It and and doesn't I said, uh, that makes sense because you have to hit the gas. Hey! You're I'm, a I'm weaving gold here. That's a Zach You're so... I'm, I'm weaving gold! No, my quote is what Brett said. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just getting started. Dang it, Brett. Trending up this week is Hot Wheels. Um, to be fair, I think this is the highest you're going to see this game trend up. Uh, so we're going to give it its, its due right now. It is a fun game. It's on the tip of everyone's tongue. Everybody, a lot of people have been transformed over this last weekend, seeing all the media that's out there uh, covering Hot Wheels, that they're interested. Uh, there will be some purchases with Hot Wheels. So nicely done, American Pinball, uh, especially Jill Balser and the coders Josh Kugler and Joe Schober. Terrific, terrific job. The artwork even looks good, Bush. Balser, one of my favorite layouts probably that you've ever done. I love me some Joe Balser. Hello. Also trending up this week is Stern Ellie's. What? Wait, hold up. Okay, got to fact check this. That doesn't sound right at all, but it is. In particular, Elvira and the House of Horrors and Jurassic Park pinball machines. The LEs have now on the secondary market. I have seen them sell for more than the price of a brand new one in the box. Dennis, how can you tell me that's not a trend? It's not a trend, Zach. How is it not? You had it new, and then you opened it, and then it's old, and then it's worth more than when it was new. Come on, Dennis. No. Don't believe me. Let's try this one. How about a topper? Pre-ordering. No. A topper. Ever heard of that? I'm mad about the topper. Everyone agreed with me on the last episode about the topper. No one agreed with you, uh, making me not, the winner. But I'm trending up topper pre-orders because ever since this Jurassic Park, I'm getting flooded with those orders. Jurassic Park toppers. Now we're getting 
pre-orders for toppers that haven't been released yet. Mm. Put me down for an Elvira topper. Put me down for a Stranger Things topper. Sight unseen, people. You know what I call that? I call that hashtag topper team. Woo! Do you want to be a part of it? Hashtag nope. topper team. Join the club now don't by pre-ordering your... Don't, don't do it. Unannounced topper. From flipping out Pippa! Also training up this week. Oh, I'm just in a positive little mood. Also training up is Spooky Pinball Armor Kits. Damn it, Spooky, you've done it again. You sons of bitches, I'm in. Did you see what Spooky Pinball has done? They recently released at SpookyPinball.com in their shop custom armor that they nope. sell now for each of their titles. You want different TNA armor? Bam! Bye, bye, there bye. it is. Do you want some America's Most Haunted? Don't answer that, Dennis. Armor. Bye, bye, bye. I like America's Most Haunted. I, I do, too. Fun. I really do, too. But I don't want any armor for it. Why not? It's I, so beautiful. I want, Rob Zombie I want armor. I them to bye, release bye, bye. like a margarine cab <laughs> to compete I, with the butter cab. I can't believe it's not, buddy. That's right. It's I, a, want, uh, I want it to be like half the price, but budget just friendly. shiny. <laughs> half the price. Just as shiny. Oh, that might have been the joke of the show. Mm-mm, the joke of the show. But what is not, my friends, is training down this week is the Simpsons Pinball Party. Secondary sales are now, oh man, they're low. They are now on par with the newer Stern Pros on the secondary market. This has not happened in a while, listener. For example, oh, interesting. Simpsons Pinball Party can now be found for the lower fives around five thousand dollars right now do you think uh, oh i'm i'm terrible i'm terribly sorry to butt in you know mm-hmm. i don't like to oh, market uh, trends but please do but do you think that is because uh host of uh, silver brawl chronicles mr david dennis bought a simpsons pinball priority and has driven the pricing down i hope that's true i hope that's I true too. i think the the truth of it is uh in my analysis the analysis suggests that the reason that it is is because the newer titles that continue to come out, some of them being animated series that are more popular than Simpsons helps drive that Simpsons price down, as well as with the emergence of continued innovation, great theming, LCD screen technology, every release that comes out makes Simpsons look even more clunkier, even more dated, which then drives that down. The last additional piece in this analysis profile is the fact that with Stern Games and Jersey Jack, increasing in price over the years. I mean, a Stern Pro is now $58.99. Whenever they do go on the secondary market, you're not going to see them drop in those mid-fours. You're not going to see those drop at $4,800. Now that bottom price uh, after a year or so in the secondary market is about $50. It's about $51,000, You're seeing Simpsons go down a little bit, and you're seeing Stern because of the degree and awesomeness of some of their recent titles. And uh, the price increase, uh, balancing itself out. Also trending down, unfortunately, is another certain title. Game of the Thrones. Premium LE version. Wow. Premiums can now be found mint, people, in the 5,000 range. 5,000s. That's a lot of game for 5,000-something dollars. LEs, upper sixes. This is a beautiful LE. And don't... Uh, people never like that art package. Never like the art package, but it's still a beautiful back glass. The the custom armor that's on it, that's nice. It is nice. Yeah, but it's stuff. not a margarine cab, so. I can't believe it's not butter. Also trending down, don't think you're getting away that easy, American pinballs, Houdini. Burn them. Tight but Burn them all. That's what the shots are. That's what I heard. There was one that was just listed for $4,900. Way too much greatness of a game for $4,900. Oh, and I can feel the hunger in you all's tum-tums for a pinball market. Open the door to a deal of the week! Bye, bye, bye! Deal of the week this week is a Stranger Things limited edition. Oh, my. Thank you, Josh. Mount Vernon, Illinois. I feel like I've reported on this one already, but $77.50 all bought for an LE, perfect condition. And it's got the Stern UV kit already installed. I want to buy this thing and I've already got one. He said he'll even strap it to a pallet. Bye, bye, bye. Enough's enough. This is way too cheap. Inky, Josh, how is this thing not sold, sold, sold? 
Ooh, another deal of the week here. Hot off the factory line itself is a Hot Wheels pre-owned for marketing purposes. These things are $62.95 plus shipping. $6,200 from Flippin' Out Pinball. Bye, bye, bye! And it's becoming one of my favorite parts of pinball market trends. It's viewer trends, where you, the viewer, submit your pinball or life trends. Trending up, trending down, holding stability, trending what the f***? You submit them based on what you're seeing and what you're observing in the pinball community and in your own personal lives. This week, we got a submission from a celebrity. Uh-oh, Din Din. Right, can you handle the celebrity submission this week? Let's listen together. Pinball market trends activated. Trending up this week. SpaceX is trending up into space. Pinball market trends activated. Trending down. Denny's love for toppers. Pinball market trends activated. Trending up this week. My love for the poor man pinball podcast. I love you, Ian and Drew. Pinball market trends activated. Trending down this week is Canada's Facebook shared posts of leaked pictures. Sell, sell, sell! Pinball market trends activated. Trending up this week. Orby. High as a kite. Marijuana. 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 That's good shit, Orby. Pinball market trends activated. Trending up this week. The love for my bride. I love you, bride of Pinball. Trending up this week, my center post. Pinbot market trends activated. Trending down this week is Denny's love for Adam Sandler and for Topper Talk. Pinbot out. Thank you, bro. Did you know? Pinbot is hashtag Team Topper. <laughs> Love you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to episode 18 of the Pinball Show. Dennis, did you learn anything this week? <laughs> More than I wanted to. Uh, unfortunately. God, I'm going to have to get new boots. These have so much mud on them. Where can they find you, Dennis? Oh, you always reach out to me at eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com and at facebook.com slash eclecticgamerspodcast or eclecticgamers.com if you want to go to the website. Yeah, and you just had a new Eclectic Gamers podcast episode this week. Why not listen to If you guys have not listened to that yet, jump over there right now because the show's almost over. Jump over there, listen to Tony Takes. Yes, that's what we call it, Tony Takes. Tony Takes. Boosh. Hard. Why, why does that guy still not like me? Tone, love you. I'm not going to tell you why. Well, it's a secret. Fair enough. Keep it safe. Keep it close. Mm. <laughs> you can reach us at the pinball network at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe and follow to us on Facebook, on YouTube, the streamers. We got more streamers. Dennis, side note, I sent you guys uh, the group of little, uh, the streamers. You need to look at it. See who you, uh, who we want to push forward, who that kind of thing. Okay. Now take a look. Thank you. If you're wanting to see hot wheels in action, Check out the Straight Down the Middle YouTube series and subscribe and follow us there because nobody else is going to cheer us. <laughs> Not that I am butthurt. <laughs> as well as the, I'll be fair, as well as Dead Flip did a stream and This Week in Pinball did a uh, deep dive. Deep dive is really, really good. Nicely oh, done, Jeff. Yep, it was nicely done. Um, and then they had some podcasts. So go listen to those. We've recently had a lot of awesome, awesome podcasts. Puppet Pals? Real quick, Dennis, what the hell is that? 
What is Puppet uh, Pals? It, it's it's weird. The I, uh, the crea- the creator's anonymous too. So the, and uh, so uh, we've it's been getting people me. messaging us and saying. How do you and Dennis do the voices on that? And I'm like, oh my God, look, no, I'm not, we thought I'm it was a, a joke. Voice on that. I had someone accuse me of being macho. I'm like, I'm not. Ma- Have you ever even heard me do a no. voice remotely like that? And no, you are yeah. not known for your voices besides Alvin Jones, and that was a happy yeah, accident. I, that's so mean. <laughs> no, we got when we got the email, Dennis. We thought, I thought it was, they were just with us. And maybe like, they were. Oh, Zach but... would probably go for that. But then we they sent something, and it was one of the best promos and pieces of pinball media I've heard since I've started. I'm not going to lie. So I'm, I hope this isn't a joke, Dennis, because I love puppets and muppets. Love them. Mm, well, my, my take is going to be a little, you know, kind of... It's R rated humor oriented. So, and, and, uh, you know, it's going to, it might push some boundaries on, you know, it's going to be some jokes. So don't, it might not be the safest show. I don't know. I don't know if I can trust these puppets, but just, no, uh, I don't think so either. You know, if you, if you like comedy, uh, I'm thinking, well, we'll find out. And if it's awful, we'll kill it. That's right. That's how we do it. We will kill Moppy. Moppy. You got to listen to him. Listener, tune in, listen to that promo again. Moppy is a, he's a little filthy mouth. I don't know what he is, a puppet? I, I don't know. Well, it's puppet pals. I think they're all puppets. I had someone ask, like, how can you do this? It's not video. So how do we know they're puppets? That's how good that is. If you can do an, a puppet show in audio form and it's that effing good, whew, I'm smelling twippy. Just saying. I'm just Saying, and if you're ready to buy a brand new pinball machine, we don't offer puppets, but we do offer escalators. Call Flipping Out Pinball at 812 457 9711 or flip the letter in out pinball.com or email me Zach Z A C H at flip the letter in out pinball.com. More streamers coming, more podcasts coming. There's a big one at the final round, and it is coming. There's a big one at Puppet Pals. That's coming, I think, this week as well. Until next week, for Dennis Creasel, I'm Zach Minnie. Remember to see. And wait. <laughs> and always practice safe pinball and it's bullshit! Up. Oh. So long, everybody. Bye bye. So put me on a highway. Show me a sign. A ticket to the limit. One more time. I don't know. Flicking. It's gonna make people cringe and crash. I'm, I'm filling space. I'm uh, vamping, as the kids say. Let him be a free bird. He's got to fly. He's a peacock. You got to let him fly. Yeah, he will crash and his wings will be broken. <laughs> oh, it makes me want to trip acid, but yeah. Oh, thank you for that. See, that made my entire day. It'll get me through all this editing. I'll air it tomorrow for an hour, and you're going to say, pull it, pull it, pull the, pull the episode down. <laughs>